Looking to expand your playlist? Well, Fat Lulz Radio has got you covered. Lose your religion with Reverend Jess and Deacon Sam over on the Church Absurd. Hear nerd culture get dissected on the Fickle Fanboy with RPM. Get drunk at the round table with the designated drinkers. Hear solid and interesting interviews on Unseriously Serious. Do you want to get involved? Send your rant over to the League of Infuriated Nerds. Also, check out the Fat Lulz Radio Associated shows. Get your not-safe-for-work talk radio fix on The Robin Slim Show. Get some life advice from Jerry and Cal on From to Bottom. All of these shows and more await you at Fat Moles Radio. You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and various podcast apps, as well as our website, fatmolesradio.us. HTTP, not HTTPS. We hope you enjoy the smorgasbord of shows we have prepared for you. Fat Moles Radio, stuff full of entertainment. This is former President Bill Clinton, and you're listening to The Church Absurd on Fat Moles Radio. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. You need to shut the fuck up. Do you feel blamed? Smoke weed, man. Do you feel like Welcome, brothers and sisters, to the fourth episode of The Church Absurd. I am your host, Reverend Jess, joined by... Deacon Sam. Deacon Sam, everybody. It is officially 10.50 p.m. on Tuesday night, and we just got back from the movie theater uh, and a Chinese buffet. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what did we go see, Sam? We went and saw that new movie, Winchester. A Winchester, starring Helen Mirren. And, uh, yeah, PG-13 horror movie. So, quality. Released in uh, early February. So, even more quality. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, what, what was your opinions on the film, Sam? I mean, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was fun. Yeah. I mean it wasn't uh wasn't the best quality per se. I mean I, I, I would say that uh it's pretty par for the course in terms of uh, you know, fucking early fe- February horror movies, but uh either way. Um I have seen worse. I've seen better though, you know what I mean? Like yeah. loads better. Oh yeah. Um basically, uh if you don't know what it's about the Winchester House uh, in fucking San San Jose, San Francisco. No, it's not San Francisco. I think it's San Jose. Anyway, it doesn't it's fucking the matter. Earthquake of San Francisco. Yeah, there you go. But who knows? Yeah. Anyway, so fucking Winchester House. This chick, uh, Sarah Winchester, she's involved with the whole Winchester repeater rifles and everything like that, and she's fucking haunted by ghosts and shit. And it's based off of a true story. However. Uh, I'm willing to bet <laughs> that the story route they took in the movie is not true. It, it did say inspired by it, true inspired story, so that's by when you know it's just kind of a... Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, of it. It, like I said, it's pretty par for the course in terms of, uh, you know, standard fucking February horror movies. Uh, it's a lot like how Annabelle was, where it was like they took the fact that something exists and then wrote a story around it, which is, is fine, but like, you know, yeah. it's was not what we were hoping for so all in all i'd probably give it like a four out of ten you know some something around there what would you give it i'd have to say around four yeah five. i mean it was like i said it was fun but yeah i mean if you want to catch it on netflix when it fucking inevitably drops on yeah, there and like go, it'll be there soon yeah in like a couple months <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh yeah i mean it, it is what it is i mean i wasn't expecting a fucking oscar winner you know what no. i mean not everything could be like the fucking the others from like 2001 and shit you know fucking yeah. nicole kidman 
Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's going to be a kind of a calm, cool, collected show tonight. Uh, basically, we're just going to talk about you know the usual stuff. So we're going to start with cryptids, and we're going to be talking about unholy beasts and blasphemous theories. Unholy beasts and blasphemous theories. This is where we look at cryptids or conspiracy theories or anything like that. You know, stuff that gets the mind moving. You know, makes you think about shit. Uh, so basically, uh, today, I think we're going to finally take a look at uh, a conspiracy theory. You know, because we've been, we've been putting off conspiracy theories, you know. Uh, so the one thing I, I want to talk about here uh, is the so-called Mandela Effect. Are you familiar with this, Sam? I've heard the term. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, though. So basically what the Mandela Effect is, is uh, the idea of, like, string theory and shit, where there's, like, infinite universes and shit, and, like, they're essentially, like, right next to each other, right? Yeah. So, like, at any time, these fucking dimensions can just fucking collapse and shit, and because of that, we end up in a different dimension uh, that makes us remember things differently, right? Now, the term Mandela Effect itself um, was basically... <laughs> made up by this woman uh who was in a green room at some sort of convention uh, and they were talking about nelson mandela and she was like oh uh didn't he die in the fucking 90s or whatever and she was like the other person that were there was like no he died like fucking a couple years ago and she's like wait wait a minute i, I it has to be something different you know like wait a minute i think i think i'm from a parallel universe so essentially this 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 fucking woman makes an, a mistake and decides to fuck with people for like you know the rest of this shit so all right so collective false memories and shit like that um the uh the, the one thing people tend to gravitate towards is like movie lines and shit uh, so, like, you look at something like uh, the 1990s classic Forrest Gump, you know, yeah. life is like a box of chocolates. Um, apparently, it never was. Life is like a box of chocolates. Apparently, the line is, my mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. So, was instead of is, right? But it doesn't stop there, okay? It goes even for, further into, like, Star Wars and shit. Everybody remembers, Luke, I am your father. You watch it now. It's no I am your father, right? So basically, I want to point this out for the for uh, the beginning. I am a believer in uh, multiple universes. I, I I do believe that that's completely possible. Um, I don't necessarily consider myself a religious person by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, hence the blasphemy that's constantly fucking spewed on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, basically, like I'm a firm believer that it's completely possible. And uh, because of that, it's hard for me to deny all altogether. I mean, like, as far as the, the movie lines go, um, I don't think that uh, it is something as serious as ending up in another universe. Yeah. Um, I think people just remember things wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, like, not to mention that, like, okay, so people like the brain itself i mean we we throw shit away all the time you know what i mean like you learned a bunch of shit in high school that i guarantee you can maybe recall like 20 percent of it yeah. you know what i mean uh so <laughs> so something as simple as movie lines for somebody who's just a you know just a 
a standard movie watcher, not like an avid cinephile or like like a fucking cult fan of something, you know. Basically, it's not unlikely that they just remembered the line wrong. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, but uh, the main another main uh, stay is certain things being different than what everyone remembers. Uh, you do you recall the Berenstein Bears? Yeah. Uh, well, they were never called the Berenstein Bears. Uh, they are called the Berenstain Bears. Okay. Now, as far as this one goes, I will say that when I was a prime reader of the Berenstain Bears, I was in first grade and probably couldn't read cursive that well. And every fucking, you know, writing on the Berenstain Bears book is fucking cursive. So it's highly likely that I just remember it as fucking Berenstein just cause you know I fucking couldn't read cursive you know what I mean but there's people that freak the fuck out when they think about this like you find shit on YouTube all the time people just fucking freaking out about the fucking Berenstein bears and like it, beca- it became sort of a meme uh, basically like people like uh, the angry video game nerd made like a parody episode where he was talking about Berenstain Bears games and he made it all about the Mandela effect and everything like that and uh, <laughs> it's funny because it's like another here's, here's something another reported example is the widespread occurrence of false memory of a 1990s movie titled Shazam starring the comedian Sinbad as a genie now, <laughs> okay, Kazam was a movie with Shaq playing a genie, you know, and he's just like, I'm a, I'm a wizard, you know, you know, buzz, buzz, hot, you know, <laughs> uh, but, uh, so like it, the whole thing, if you're like people that genuinely freak out about the Mandela effect, you know, I just, I don't buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what's your, what's your opinion on it? Honestly. Berenstain, Berenstain. I maybe I'm open to it, just the same as I'm open to religion. But right, so if it you know like religion, if it doesn't feel right to me, like I said, I'm open to the idea. Okay, okay. Now uh, (laughs) let's go from something fucking small and mundane to something completely serious. Okay, Uh, have you heard about the disappearance of the Lindbergh baby? Yeah. Okay. What what was the word on the Lindbergh baby that you remember? Uh, let me ask no, you this. I, I read it on the chive. So <laughs> let me ask you this: Was it ever found? I don't think so. Okay, and then they never found the guy who took him, right? No, wait, the kid was found. The guy wasn't. Are you sure? Maybe. <laughs> well, according to fucking news articles these days, not only did they find the kid and find the baby, you know, and everything like that, they found his fucking body buried in the field and shit. Oh, fun! They found the guy who did it and tried and convicted him. <laughs> Now here's where it Fair gets enough. here's where it gets spooky um, because I can remember watching fucking YouTube videos in college about the Lindbergh baby yeah and it was always saying that like they never fucking found it and they're the only thing they ever found like the only evidence was a ladder that was left at the window yeah right so when you read about it later on. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of fucks with your head a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because the idea is, uh, and uh, the aforementioned Jerry Christ explained this to me before he was crucified. Uh, he said that uh, this idea of like collapsing universes and us essentially getting transferred over to the next one, yeah. uh, it all has to do with the Large Hadron Collider. 
a little uh, bit. Yeah, uh, basically, you know, Jerry Christ is one of those guys. You know, he he gets heavily into this stuff and he gets yeah. really excited about this. And basically, he said that the Large Hadron Collider is not just the thing for like seeing the God particle or anything like yeah. that. It's like much more intense shit, and it can fucking collapse universe and what just see. Fuck? And like they just turned it on so high that it made a black hole that collapsed the universe and caused us to go to the next one. Right. <laughs> 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 that's that's about all that can be said for that, exactly. that, that uh, conspiracy theory. Exactly. So basically, you know, it's just hey, that's what it is. Yeah. All right. So now that, is, that does kind of fuck with you, though. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you know, people who are listening, what do you think? Do you think that we're in a different fucking dimension? Uh, let us know in the comments below. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, our audience, we actually got to thirty-eight. Listens. Yes, we did. Our on the audience last is growing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, slowly but surely. So thank you, the loyal 38. Yes. <laughs> We're slowly but... Uh, you're all loyal. Yeah. Although you probably we love you. They probably love you all. They'll probably only ever listen to one fucking episode. But, but you know, hey, you listen, so... They're just like, man, gotcha. this, this is bullshit. What is this? <laughs> Who's this fat piece of shit and his friend talking about fucking cryptids? You know, <laughs> and shit like that. But speaking of cryptids, let's talk about a cryptid. What do you say, Sam? I'm up for it. So let's go to our... Our, our research list uh the list of cryptids on wikimedia <laughs> and let's see what what's what would be a good one to talk about let's fucking talk about a creature called the asswang please repeat that just a little slower for me asswang sexier asswang <laughs> the asswang <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking stupid all right immaturity aside what the absolute shit is that uh it's based on a sanskrit language hindu concept of asura and it's a shape-shifting monster <laughs> asswag and asura number one an asura sounds like the new car from nissan <laughs> join grab yourself the new 2018 asura <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, okay, it's a monster in Filipino folklore, using usually possessing a combination of the traits of either a vampire, a ghoul, a warlock, a witch, or different species of were beast. So this thing is just everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, shapeshifters are fucking scary, man. Uh, yeah, just the idea of it. I mean, yeah. like, like the thought of something that can form to you just the thought of something that anything. can just the thought of something that can make you a cuckold to yourself you know oh, what i mean god it's like the only thing that could ever possibly do that is like a legitimately identical twin and you know what i mean because like because <laughs> otherwise you know there's at least somewhat different but yeah. like but like a shapeshifter man that could really fuck with your head you know yeah. what i mean not to mention you can do like the old fucking like abbott and costello scooby-doo mirror gag where it's like you're looking at each other but it turns out there's no mirror you know what i mean you're, you're just imitate, dude. that would fuck with me dude speaking of like an exact twin like that what do you think of the doppelganger theory on the do i believe it um would you kill your doppelganger first Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's, 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 it's like live. it's like Highlander, bitch. There can only be one. You know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. So Spanish colonists noticed that the asswing was the most feared. <laughs> <laughs> among the mystical creatures of the Philippines. People are going to think... Yeah, I bet it would be. People are going to think we're like fucking 13 years old making this podcast because we're laughing at something called the asswang. How can you not, though? 
All right, so the equivalent... What the fuck is wrong with their languages that they had to use ass and wang so, in the same name? Hold on, get this, right? The equivalent of it is the tick-tick or the whack-whack. <laughs> when, you're, when you're either whack-whack or an ass-wang, or both, if you're whack-whack and you're ass-wang... Why not? Why not, right? I'm sorry, folks. It's 11 o'clock at night. We're really fucking tired. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've been up since... I've been up for 24 hours now because I haven't been to sleep yet since I went to work last night. So. Like the one person in this area that can say that and not be strung out on meth. Exactly. Exactly. Shout out to Paul Tolson, my, nephew, my meth dealer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I had to drink some fucking 12-hour old fucking dr pepper oh. it's nice and flat i bet like my chest <laughs> just kidding i got <laughs> man boobs for days <laughs> all right so the myth of the ass wang is well known throughout the philippines it's especially popular in the visayas southern part of luzon and part of mindanao other regional names for the ass wang include Tick Tick, Bayok, Walk Walk, Sock Sock, or Kling Kling. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Say that again without laughing. <laughs> include Tick Tick, Bayet, Walk Walk, Sock Sock, <laughs> and Kling Kling. You laughed. You can't do it. Kling Kling. <laughs> Including the Ting Tang, Walla Walla, Bing Bang. Uh... Anthropologists believe that the Aswang belief came from the myth-making of the Spaniards to keep the population under control. So, Everyone like, stay inside. There's an Aswang <laughs> running around. Don't let it get a hold of you. <laughs> and if it drips on you, it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me, dude. That's fucked up. All right. Oh, man. Uh, so, through the encomienda system, a town is arranged into easy-to-manage layers and labeling those who live too far away as... Tulisans, aka dissenters, uh, to scare off the Filipinos, stories of asswangs living in the outskirts of the forest were spread in towns to keep everyone in groups and maintain control. Modern investigation shows that the prevalence of the asswang myth in the Capas region of Philippines may be related to the genetic disease excellent dystonia Parkinsonism. What the fuck? Uh, okay, <laughs> so it's like a really intense form of like Parkinson. So. It's like the meth head shakes of diseases. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Okay, so appearance and activities. Uh, they got a wide variety of descriptions according to this. Um, they make it difficult to set upon a fixed definition. However, several common themes that differentiate asswangs from other mythological creatures do emerge. They're black. No, they're shapeshifters. Uh, story recounts asswangs living as regular town people. So, they were just insulting each other. That's all they were doing. They're just like, you know him. He's a real ass wang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one of the he's kids. a little bit. He's a little bit of a tick tick or a cling cling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're a real bastard. I hate him. <laughs> At night, they transform into creatures such as a bat, a bird, usually a crow, a wild boar, a black cat, or most often a black, a big black dog. It's the black shuck. Oh shit! It turns out the black shuck of you know, Tulsan Dossi <laughs> was an asswang. It was an asswang all along. Uh, they love to eat unborn fetuses and small children. Well, you know, same. Yeah. Uh, favoring livers and hearts. Some have long teeth, uh, which uh, they have used to suck the children out of their mother's wombs when they're sleeping in their homes. How? How, how fucked up would that be, dude? Wow. You know what I mean? Like, 
That would be fucked yeah. up. <laughs> they're really trying to get people to stay inside. Do you think they notice, like, at first, is there, like, bite marks or anything? Or are they really, like, sneaky about it? No, you know no. what I mean? Just, like, it's, like, two, like, hypodermic spots. And they just, like, drink it out, like, liquid or something like that. Uh, <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. I'm going to hell for that one. Yeah. Uh, some are so thin they can hide themselves behind a bamboo post. Wow. Are they hiding behind a bamboo post, or are they shape-shifting into a bamboo post? Really makes you wonder. A real chicken and egg sort of situation. Yeah. Oh, shit. Some are so thin that they can hide themselves behind a bamboo post, and they are fast and silent. Kind of like my farts. <laughs> These things are fucking... That's they're, a, they're just hitting all the high points on this single fucking kill you. Right, exactly. Uh, they, some also make noises, so they're not fast and silent then. They, they also make noise. Like the Tick Tick, uh, the name was derived from the sound it produces. So it's like, you know, fucking... Well, fucking roach? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine, though? You're just fucking sitting in your house and you hear something going, Tick Tick, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> tick Tick, bitch. <laughs> it's just really hostile about it. What an ass wing. <laughs> what an ass wing. Uh, they have to call somebody that. All right, so the Tick Tick, which are louder, uh, the farther away the ass wing is to confuse its potential victim, and the boo-boo... An aggressive kind of ass wang that makes a sound of laying of laying hen at midnight. Like, uh, wait, wait, is it like a hen laying at midnight, or is it like just a laying hen that's just chilling at midnight? I think uh, you know, chicken might be making noises. <laughs> All right, so they, you, <laughs> you think they just might be making noises, basically. Yeah, I think they're making chicken-like noises, like when a chicken's laying an egg. Yeah. They make noise. I, I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh... It's all... Just, I mean, it, it it does seem like something for population control, trying to keep people in the city. Yeah, I mean, it's like... it's towns. A, Well, it's like fucking, you know, when your parents used to fucking, you know, tell you about the fucking boogeyman or whatever. Yeah. Or like how fucking... Or Santa Claus. You know how, like, Santa Claus would fucking punish you if you were a dickhead all year? It's, uh, it's just... It's fucking people just scared and shit. I mean, every fucking culture has that sort of character. I mean, like, um... You know, Hispanic culture has the kukui, and that's basically the same thing. You know, he just fucking comes in your room when you're bad and fucks you up, you know. We just have a Christian God at the end of our light. Just just judges us, sends us right one way or the other. How scary would be... Like, if... if okay, that's living if, over your whole life. If I it's would, like, what about after my life? Dude, if I was going to raise my kids Christian, I would tell them that, like, if you don't behave yourself, Jesus comes into your room at night. <laughs> And he just stares at you through the holes in his hands and screams at you. You know what I mean? Like, that would terrify the living shit out of kids. You know what I'm saying? Would not be surprised if some have been told that. They probably have. I wouldn't doubt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that sounds like a lot of Catholic guilt. <laughs> and I'm not even Catholic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Fucking crazy, man. But, uh... But yeah, I'm definitely going to call someone an ass wang. Right, like, me I too. I got to do that. Oh, okay, so here, this is this is related to the question you asked me earlier. They may also replace their live victims or stolen cadavers with, cadavers with doppelgangers made from tree trunks and other plant materials. <laughs> so are these people fucking blind? Hey, have you seen Jim lately? He looks kind of green. He's got bugs crawling all over him. Bark. <laughs> His skin is really rough. Can we get him some Vaseline? Jesus. <laughs> Oh, it's the Philippines. They probably use pig shit as lotion. All right, so this... Okay, so that, this... Was that fucked up? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Goodbye, horses. 
This okay, so get this, right? This facsimile will return to the victim's home only to become extremely sick and then die. So this poor fucking thing made of trees and leaves is walking around just like I'm a tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> he fucking goes home, realizes that he's a fake, and he gets sick and he dies. <laughs> If you thought you had a pathetic fucking existence, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's you worse than Mr. Meeseeks. He wants to die. Yeah, you don't have it that bad, dude. Like, come on, man. Yeah, just help people, Mr. Meeseeks. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so they're physically much more like humans at daytime. So that you know, they're just like walking around, just like hope low, nobody knows I'm an ass wang. You know? <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, they only change their appearance at night when they feel they are in need of food. It has been said that if an asswang married a human upon their wedding, his or her mate would become an asswang as well, but rarely can they reproduce. So that's a bummer. Yeah. You know? I mean, I guess that's true of, like, a vampire as well. Because, like, you know, you don't really hear about vampire babies unless it's, like, fucking Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Okay, so the couple may hunt together at night, but will go in separate directions, either to avoid quick detection or because they do not like to share their food. Okay, so that just sounds like regular marriage, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's pretty brutal between me and Rachel over steak. All right, so get this, right? There's a fucking documentary about these things. Oh, oh, please send me a link. I gotta, I gotta look that up later. The Asswang is the subject of a 2001 feature-length documentary, The Asswang Phenomenon. The what? Film, <laughs> the film explores the Asswang folklore and its effect on Philippine society. <laughs> so it's like not anybody that's claimed to have seen one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, the documentary was also f the first to uncover the origin of why the western Visayan province of Capiz is, is suspected as the Aswang's home. Uh, Surviving Evil, also known as Evil, Evil Island, is a 2009 horror film directed and written by Terrence Dawes, starring Billy Zane. So basically straight to DVD. Uh, yeah. Where documentary filmmakers travel to a Philippine island only to discover that a colony of shape-shifting carnivorous Aswang inhabit the island. So it's oh just... It's, Billy Zane was in this? Yeah. Wow. But it was 2009, so it was, like, you know, way past his peak. You know? Yeah. Like, this is, like, way past his cameo in Zoolander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was the height of his career, you know? Yeah. Have you seen commercials for that new Jean-Claude Van Damme show where he's trying to, like... Jean-Claude's damn van? Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Fair enough. But, uh... Yeah, he's trying to uh, reinvent himself, make himself relevant again. He's like, he, he's like, they didn't want me for the next Expendables. <laughs> yeah, I got to do something. Steven Seagal starts out just. I used to be famous. Now, <laughs> how did I get here? Dude, it's like it's funny because it's like these action heroes, man. That's why they end They're up. They're getting old, man. Yeah, exactly. They're and getting like fucking old. <laughs> exactly, man. And like they they got nothing if they're not in the Expendables. And so, like, 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 Steven Seagal became a fucking, like, cop for a TV show. It's like Steven Seagal, lawman. Yeah. Where they just gave him a town. He just needed like, something to do. Right? They should have gave him Campton. How great would have that oh, been? Oh, my God. He's just like, listen here, Method. I'm going to take you to the bank. The blood bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I got to watch that. I got to watch that documentary, though. Yeah, me too. We should do commentary for it. <laughs> Why not? Yes. Fuck it, man. <laughs> could we not laugh the whole time, though? Uh, we could do it like a try not to laugh challenge. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just like every time. But, like, he'll probably he'll probably say it, like, super, like, serious to make it not sound like ass wang. He'll be like, the aswang. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> I'm still gonna say ass wang. That's the proper version. You know, it would be funny if it was like some American dude. Like, what if it's a frat boy who hosts the documentary and he's just like, "So we're gonna go talk about the ass wang." <laughs> I'm texting my brother right now, telling me he's an ass wang. <laughs> All right, live tweeting on the fucking show, even though it's recorded. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so basically while Sam is tweeting, uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. <laughs> and uh, yeah, False Coast sent us an ad. Uh, basically, it's it's pretty appropriate. We were talking about manly action heroes like Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme because they have a new product they want to show to you. It's a mattress. Uh, so yeah, False Coast, why don't you go tell us about it? We'll be right back on The Church Absurd. Hey, loser! Are you sleeping on a comfortable mattress? How can you call yourself a real man? When you're sleeping, you shouldn't be comfortable. It should just serve the bare minimum purpose. That's why Falsco has put out the new Man's Mattress. Made with only the finest quality cinder blocks, straw, and pig entrails. It's definitely the right mattress for any type of movie star or action hero. Don't believe me? Ask one of our satisfied customers. Well, I, I, I mean, it's not really that comfortable. Shut up, pussy! Buy now and receive a free quart of drinkable motor oil. You don't think your wife will like it? Divorce her! Is your family complaining because they don't like it? Kill them! Plan on having a guest over and you want them to be comfortable, but they're complaining that they don't like the man's mattress? Sacrifice their soul to Satan! And now it's time for some subliminal messaging. This is what's y'all for asking in my voice. My voice tell me, sir, I'm saying that I have you almost like a man for you. Pick up your new man's mattress from Falsco today. It's only the price of your eternal soul and manhood. Available now for only $6,000. That was nice. <laughs> I'm proud of that one. It fucking it should be. Yeah. Alrighty, welcome back to the Church Absurd. Sam, are you going to get yourself a man's mattress? I mean... Naturally, it's false co-produced, so they're gonna they're yeah. gonna give you a quality product there. I mean, some of the finest cement blocks, right? And and I love the uh, the message to you know kill your family <laughs> and sacrifice them to Satan. I mean, if they don't like the mattress, you gotta right. It's kind of kind of just common sense. Fucking really. get it in there, you know what I'm saying? Oh <laughs> uh, shit! So. Um, really good back support. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Kill All right. Uh, so we're going to go into our next segment. It's the favorite one of everyone. That's fucked up, man. That's right, folks. It's wow, that's fucked up. This is where we look at fucked up shit and make fun of it. <laughs> Yeah. And that's basically what it, what the what the segment is. We are in our 20s. Exactly. We're not just teenagers on the internet. Exactly. Uh, so basically, what we're going to look at today is uh, the final video posted by uh, the saddest human being to ever exist. Uh, it's not me, and it's not Sam. Uh, it's a gentleman by the name of Elliot Roger. Now, Sam, do you know who Elliot Roger is? I cannot say that I do. Okay, so Elliot Roger uh, was a stereotypical rich boy. Okay, he uh, grew up in uh, fucking the f fantastic sunny beach of uh, California, and uh, he <laughs> could not get laid to save his life. 
Uh, he was basically the saddest human being. He was completely full of himself, a total narcissist. He had that dickhead way of speaking about women and everything like that. I think I saw something by this kid on, like someone posted one of these on 4chan. Exactly, exactly. He uh, blew the fuck up on 4chan after yeah. he did his thing. Uh, basically... Uh, he got so sick of not being able to get laid uh, that he wrote out a 100-plus page manifesto telling his entire life story. Uh, he called it My Twisted World, the story Lord. of Elliot Roger. Uh, okay. And which one of these days we'll read some. <laughs> we'll I, I, we'll I record feel... the audiobook. Oh, oh yeah, we, we totally will. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he uh, basically uh, decided that he was going to get a couple guns and uh, go on a killing spray uh, at the Alpha Phi sorority house oh, yeah. uh, to kill the quote-unquote women who who starved him of sexual pleasures. Wow. Yeah, so and not only that, but he uh, killed his roommates who were all Chinese exchange students. Uh, yeah, he stabbed them. So, Ooh. yeah, exactly. So he was just fucking flat out. Just, Yo, dog, what's up? I just stabbed a bitch. You stabbed her? I stab her. I stab her with my dick. Stab her with my dick. Goddamn. Stab her with my dick. Goddamn. Stab her with my dick. Dog, I, I stab her with, with my, my dick. dick. You know. So, uh, basically, uh, after he killed his uh, roommates, he posted this video that he recorded a day beforehand, and he titled it on his uh, YouTube page, which is still up, by the way. Oh. Uh, this video was taken down for obvious reasons, uh, but all of his other fucking blogs where it's like, how can women deny me? Uh, they're still up, so you can watch him and make Seriously fun of him. Seriously full of himself. Exactly. Just fucking make fun of him, even though he's dead and he fucking killed himself because he's a fucking pussy. Uh, he uh, he deserves to be made fun of. Uh, so that's what we're going to do here by looking at his retribution video. Oh, man. Okay, now you don't know what this kid looks like, right? Can't say. Uh, okay. Can't well, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you uh, because you know he is the stereotypical fuckboy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's baffling how big of a fuckboy he is. Okay, that's him. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So basically, kind of derpy looking. Oh yeah, he's beyond derpy looking, and he just recorded this video just in his car. He just fucking set his like, fucking. I'm I'm assuming his phone because the quality is pretty shit. Yeah. And this was in 2014, so you had like the fucking decent phones out at that point, point. Uh, and uh, he uh, set it on his dash and just fucking talked. He's got the sun in his eyes and everything like that. Sitting in a fucking brand new BMW, by the way. Uh, yeah. And he claims that his life is just so fucking terrible. So he's going to fucking take it out on the women who starved him. So let's hear what this little pussy has to say. Spoiled little brat. Hi. Elliot Roger here. Well, this is my last video. It all has to come to this. Tomorrow is the day of retribution. The day in which I will have my revenge against humanity. His revenge against humanity, wow. so Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he he's got that voice. Uh yeah. Uh it, you would think that somebody would have pulled him aside and been like, Hey bud, you know, if you're not getting any luck with the ladies, why don't you just hit a gay bar? <laughs> uh because change teams here. Exactly. You know, just fucking you'll, you'll be all right. Exactly. become a switch hitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and maybe everything would be all right. Uh, so, yeah, let's continue listening. Against all of you. For the last eight years of my life, ever since I've hit puberty, I've been forced to endure an existence of loneliness, rejection, 
and unfulfilled desires, all because girls have never been attracted to me. Girls gave their affection and sex and love to other men, but never to me. I'm 22 years old and I'm still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> he's just okay so okay. this this okay, dude kid. this dude is uh he's pathetic you yeah, know what i mean that is. um he's God. and it's not even like there let me tell me let me tell you if you're 22 years old and listening to this and you are still a virgin that it's is perfectly right. fine it's all right man don't don't repeat anything this guy said right and especially okay so this dude was fucking rich there is no excuse for him not going to vegas and going to the moonlight bunny ranch <laughs> and just spending some money yeah you know what i mean obviously had parents money blow there so and dude you you don't understand this dude had like the ultimate hookup like the one friend of his family right um, was uh, the writer of like movies like My Cousin Vinny and shit like what that. What the fuck? Exactly. So this dude was no fucking slouch. Like his dad was a very successful fucking person in the entertainment business, and his mom fucking dated George Lucas for a little bit. Fair enough. Yeah. So this dude was was not a nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but he made himself into a nobody, right? Yeah. And like apparently, like okay, so in his like fucking manifesto and shit, uh, he was talking about this dude named they called Lucky Radley, right? And when he got in, when that Bradley kid got fucking interviewed after this whole thing happened, Radley's like, I fucking barely remember that kid. Like, he claims he was so jealous of me. He never said a fucking word when he came over. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? And like, you know, it's funny because like, there's a they play an audio clip uh, on, on this one podcast where they talk about this guy, and uh, it's from one of the Chinese exchange students, and he's just like. <laughs> he goes, sometimes I didn't want to hang out with him because he's just so depressing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he had just gone to the drama department, he probably would have. Oh, got, dude. He, he, would, he, would have, he would have killed. He would have been in Twilight. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they would have been like, oh, you seem soulless. You know what I mean? <laughs> You've got that dead look in your eyes. You look like you might be good if you sparkled. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So, all right. Moving on. Here we go. I've never even kissed a girl. <laughs> I've been through college. Two and a half years. More than that, actually. And I'm still a virgin. It has been very torturous. College is the time when everyone experiences those things such as sex and fun and pleasure. <laughs> just the way he says God. pleasure, it just, it's slimy. You know what I mean? Like, you just get, <laughs> you just get that feeling up your spine, man. I'm gonna... I gotta drive all the way out to Boonville to shower. I'm right. fucking do it. Right, exactly, man. Fuck this guy. I feel, I feel dirty right. listening to this kid. In those years, I've had to rot in loneliness. So come my wrist and black my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, this dude fucking talks like a Hawthorne Heights album. Yeah. And then he becomes total fucking death metal with it, where he's just like, I'm gonna kill them all. <laughs> It's not fair. You girls have never been attracted to me. I don't know why you girls aren't attracted to me. But I will punish you all for it. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Elliot Roger. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. 
Can we make that movie poster? Right? I, I mean, I could. I've made a lot of movie posters in my time. If you want to see them, go to, go to my fucking Facebook page or my fucking Twitter page. You'll see some of them. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, this, this fucking dude, like, I will punish you all for it. Like, like wow. dude, you're not a supervillain, dude. No. Like, you're a fucking sad little 22-year-old virgin. Yeah. Who fucking <laughs> is, just... is a misogynist piece of shit. Yeah. And you deserved what you had coming to you. You know what I mean? Like, makes it glad you didn't grow up silver spoon like that, right? It's an injustice, a crime, because I don't know what you don't see in me. I'm the perfect guy, and yet you throw yourselves at all these obnoxious men. This dude sounds like every single neckbeard who's like wearing a fedora and vaping and he's just Playing like with his fidget spinner. Right? Talking to fucking, you know, some hot girl online that he knows from high school and he's just like, you know, you don't have to worry about your dickhead ex, okay? God, not all guys are like that. Would you <laughs> would you like to go out for sushi sometime and maybe watch some anime? Oh yeah. And then she's just like, no, and he's just like, "Well, fuck you then, bitch." You know what I mean? Like like he's this dude is like the proto fucking version of him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. instead of me, the supreme gentleman. <laughs> oh. The supreme gentleman. Oh, the supreme gentleman. That's gonna be my new Facebook handle. <laughs> you would totally fight like oh, every neckbeard would say, I'm a supreme gentleman. For the record, we have beards, not neckbeards. Right, exactly. Although part of it's on our neck, but we at least connect it to the face. Don't start that shit with me, Jess. Yeah. Punish all of you for it. <laughs> the fucking evil laugh, dude. Oh <laughs> this dude is like beyond cringy. You know what I mean? Like it's like he's trying to do this sexy though. It's weird. It's weird. He's really trying to make it sexual. It's real besides what he's saying. I'm gonna if I if anybody laughs like that in public, arrest them. Yeah. Call the police immediately yeah. and just be like They're doing something wrong. Exactly. Just be like, I don't know what he did, but he's doing something. He's doing know? something. Get his ass. Exactly. On the day of retribution I am going to enter the hottest sorority house of UCSB. So the the hottest sorority house. So he has an attraction to houses. <laughs> He's just like that house is so hot. Those bitches got to get out <laughs> right. one way or the other. I'm going to fuck the fucking drywall. <laughs> Be holes all in that drywall. Millions. I will slaughter every single spoiled stuck up blonde slut. <laughs> He did wanted he, to say bitch. Yeah, he did. He wanted to say little blonde bitch, but then he's like <laughs> caught himself. He's like, slut. <laughs> Wait, so he filmed this the day before he killed his roommates. Yeah, and, and uploaded it after he killed his roommates. And then he fucking got in his car, fucking oh, okay. went, you know, went around. He was fucking shooting people and everything like that. And yeah, he killed like, I think, like 11 people. Fuck. Yeah, so. I see inside there all those girls that I've desired so much. They would have all rejected me and looked down upon me as an inferior man if I ever made a sexual advance towards them while they throw themselves at these obnoxious brutes. Fucking drama queen. great pleasure <laughs> in slaughtering all of you. He's going to take pleasure in slaughtering all of them. Do you think he masturbated when he was done shooting? I think he was hard the entire time. You know what I mean? In just a really disgusting way. 
Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I've had some strange erections in my life, but that story just beats it out. <laughs> right. But it, Pun intended. <laughs> you will finally see that I am, in truth, the superior one. The true alpha male. Dude, you are beta as fuck. What? What are you talking what about? What is this guy on about? He's the ultimate alpha male, oh, Sam. Oh, my God. Don't you strive to be like him? No. <laughs> Shit, that scrawny little fucker. After I've annihilated every single girl in the sorority house, I'll take to the streets of Isla Vista and slay every single person I see there. He only got 11. <laughs> I mean, I mean. So wait, sorority included in that 11? Yes. Okay. But he didn't even get that many in the sorority, like, at he all. He just ran there, shot a few times, and ran out. Essentially, he probably cried a little bit. <laughs> you don't love me! Erection the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> Crying, just jerking it with tears as lube, you know what I mean? God, <laughs> this, this guy's fucking pathetic yeah I mean, you, you are correct this is the most pathetic man exactly i mean seriously exactly and you gotta understand I don't call him man I, i've watched so many cringe compilations i've watched fucking weeaboo compilations i've watched fucking totally obsessed like the dude who was obsessed with pac-man and this guy is just the crown mega takes the cake yeah he is the fucking king of pathetic people he beat fortune <laughs> <laughs> He beat Fortune. He makes Shia LaBeouf look normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Who live such lives of hedonistic pleasure while I've had to rot in loneliness for all these years? They've all looked down upon me every time I tried to go out and join them. They've all treated me like a mouse. <laughs> treated him like a mouse. This dude, I mean, there's some there's some parts where he's like really well spoken, but then they treat me like a mouse. Like, yeah, he's, he, he kind of looks kind of mouse like. Yeah, he's a mousey little bastard. Yeah, exactly. Well, now I will be a god compared to you. You will all be animals. I am patheticus. <laughs> oh, I am lord of pathetic. <laughs> I am a god. He's the true edge lord. Exactly. <laughs> He's he, exactly. He's he, the edge god. <laughs> He's supreme edge. You know what I mean? He's such an edgy little cunt. Oh, you know? my, oh man. Fuck this guy. You are animals. And I'll slaughter you like animals. I'll be a god. <laughs> He's back to I'll be a god. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll slaughter you like animals, and I'll be a god. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Oh, my. Girls, Dragons. all I've ever wanted was to love you and to be loved by you. <laughs> now he's like Akon. <laughs> I want to love you. <laughs> this could be a really good Drake song, right? <laughs> this is, this is, you think Drake, Drake based his lyrics off this. <laughs> You know, there's a, there's a special part in this video where he's just like, I know where that hotline bling. <laughs> I've wanted sex. I've wanted love, affection, adoration. You think I'm unworthy of it. That's a crime that can never be forgiven. Unforgivable. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> I can't have you, girls. 
I will destroy you. <laughs> oh, I can't have you. I'll destroy you. <laughs> oh my god. That, you know, I think that should be... That could have been slipped in as a little trick question in our uh, Donald Trump or Kim Jong-un. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the surprise bonus round. That was Elliot Roger. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. God. Wow. Okay. We're going to finish this shit up. To reduce every single one of you to mountains of skulls and rivers of blood. Oh. Hail Satan! <laughs> <laughs> mountains of skulls and rivers of blood. Now I, skip, I skipped ahead a little bit because, you know, we're going to finish this up. That looks some old Iron Maiden. <laughs> six, six, six! The number of the beast! Yeah. <laughs> and rightfully so. You deserve to be annihilated. <laughs> annihilated. Annihilated. It's not annihilation if you say annihilated. It's annihilation. <laughs> right? He's just like, like every single time he tries to be like totally badass, it just comes across as like the most pussy thing ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Annihilated. He, he looks fucking 16. Yeah. Like, but he's 22. Yeah. It's like, dude, easy there, fetus boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Calm down. Get a hooker. <laughs> Good lord. And I'll give that to you. You never showed me any mercy. And so I will show you none. <laughs> the fucking evil God. laugh, man, dude. I feel so slimy. <laughs> this guy is... Oh. oh wow! Fuck that dude! Seriously, basically cringing. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah. Alrighty, so now on this next segment of uh, Wow, that's fucked up. We got something special for you, folks. Some Christian fear mongering. <laughs> Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite. Now here's the fucked up thing. I found this thing online, and I, I went to Catholic school between fourth and eighth grade. Uh, Catholic grade school like and it was a full-on Catholic school with like fucking nuns and shit like that uh, so it essentially it was pretty easy to you know get fear-mongered yeah no I went to a Christian school with a uh, I think 40 40 other students between grades yeah. four through eighth yeah and, uh, there was one eighth grader that was weird exactly so it's uh it's not very surprising when they try to influence uh, the the masses of their school with fear Uh so, what we're going to do now is uh, show you this little clip. Uh, basically, I remember seeing this, like this full fucking video. They showed it to us when we were like 7th grade. And it's super fucking 90s. Uh, she mentions, <laughs> she like the video itself was released in 2000, but she mentions like going to see the Titanic in theaters and shit. Oh, man. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's classic fear-mongering, and, it, and the best part is this has been edited to get the best points in, uh, because, you know, if the whole th the whole thing is an hour long, like the whole oh, little spiel God. that she does. Good God. Yeah, exactly. So we'd be sitting here for a long time uh, if we were just playing the full fucking thing, so. So it was, uh, it was uploaded by uh, the guys at Everything is Terrible. Uh, if you don't know what that is, are, are you familiar with that, Sam? I'm not. It's a group of VHS collectors, uh, and they'll fucking take, like, old VHS tapes and put up, like, little segments of them that are just really bad, you know? And uh, they're actually putting out a, a new project, like a new movie, uh, in which it's all religious fear-mongering, and it's called uh, The Great Satan. 
So I think one of these days we'll I'll fucking get the DVD of it and we'll do a commentary for it, which will be really fun. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the uh, the thing is from a special called "Sex Has a Price Tag," oh. right? And uh, this woman looks like you know standard '90s mom. Okay, so let's uh, let's take a listen. I want you to understand that I didn't come today to decide for you what you're going to do about sex. And I can't choose for you. No matter how much we would wish that we could put you in a box, lock it, feed you through a window till you're 24, we can't. Okay, I, I'm offended by that. Cause Holy shit. I, I'm offended by that because I was locked in a box until I was 24 and I turned out fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am the failed attempt of a sheltered child. Right. And, and don't get me wrong. I will say about this chick is she does have great public speaking skills. Oh, yeah, she's no, clearly she's comfortable. Very confident. Yeah, exactly. In spouting exactly. her. Very confident in spouting her bullshit. Exactly. So <laughs> so let's, let's get back into this. Let's get back into this. Created sex. It's awesome. God wants you to have great sex. God created sex. It was his idea. Well, thanks, God. I appreciate you wanting me to Gee, have... Gee, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you wanting me to have great sex, you know? Oh, shit. Here we go. Not yours. When sex happens within boundaries, it's awesome. What is the boundary or the context for which God created sex? Consent. So basically what she's saying is safe word. Always have a safe, <laughs> safe word. word. Pineapple is a really good one. It's hard to come across when you're you know, actually having sex. Use pineapple. Exactly. So, I mean, boundaries. Safe word. <laughs> Most of you don't believe that. How many church kids I've had in my office for years look at me and say, but we loved each other. So God did not create sex for love. God Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> God did not create sex for love. He made it for procreation. That's it. No enjoyment. You're not even supposed to like moan while you yeah, do it. You just gotta just say the Hail Mary exactly. over and over again. <laughs> that would be disturbing yeah. as fuck. Oh God. If I'm if I'm, you know, with <laughs> with Sister Blade and she's just going, you know, uh, Hail Mary full of grace, the right. Lord is with me. Right. <laughs> fuck that, dude. No. No, no, no. I've no, created no, no. sex for one concept and one only marriage not love even the stupidest of you they are not mutually exclusive you could have marriage and love at the same time yeah, no <laughs> just because her marriage is loveless and she's taking it out on these children can that's you, that's just terrible can that's you imagine can, could you imagine how this woman probably has sex she probably pulls her husband's dick through the back like a dog and just fucking like gets it done and she's just like okay that's it it's over i don't know <laughs> i can see her being a dominatrix so yeah, do it definitely yeah Definitely. She's like, lick my boots, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> no doubt whatsoever. Little pig boy comes from the dirt. Yeah. You are not married. What are most teens who are having sex afraid of? I got a newsflash for you. Pregnancy is not a disease. Pregnant teenage girls in this country today are carrying, on average, 2.3 sexually transmitted diseases. I where did she... Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Ma'am, where did she get those numbers? That's what I want to know. Ma'am, it's called a child. <laughs> Just because you swell up and have a growth inside you for nine months before it shoots out of you does not make it a disease. It is not a tumor. <laughs> have a girl write me email me or come right up to me and say this well my mom found out i was having sex and so she put me on the pill that drug has just made her 10 times more likely to contract the disease than if she were not taking that drug this girl's gonna end up sterile or dead wow whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow <laughs> this is god 
<laughs> sterile or dead there's no there's no in between no like uh, yeah she, no gray area no there. no just oh well she just fucks a lot you know yeah, what I mean? she just like, likes to fuck right well and, like my whole thing is like she's just going on she's like it makes her more 10 times more likely why because she's having more sex or is it be like does it like lower her immune system yeah <laughs> where she has to fucking like she just and he, has and he, to stay in a plastic <laughs> bubble unless she wants to have sex and then she has she to just, sterilize she, someone she, and bring she, them into the bubble no not even bring them to the bubble she has it's one of those plastic ones with a room divider. Aww. You know what I mean? And like she just has a little slot. She just <laughs> sticks her butt through. Thanks, Mom. Glad you cared. Well, every child should be wanted and planned. Well, I wouldn't have an abortion. That's that's terrible. But but if it were rape, well then I don't believe that. Whoa. Okay. Hey. Uh no. No. <laughs> yeah, just no. In the next twenty-four hours, twelve thousand teens will contract a sexually transmitted disease again where, where do you get those these numbers? numbers like seriously what is wrong with this woman she has way too much free time on her hands get a fucking hobby that is, doesn't involve scaring children and this is the 90s man like google was not nearly as prevalent yeah no like google they, did, they google, didn't have access to all the internet porn that we have access to right? today and google was in beta form like right around this time yeah so. Yeah. A thousand teens who got up this morning and said like some of you sitting in this room. That's not going to happen to me. And that happens in Los Angeles and San Diego and San Francisco and Sacramento and scary schools like St. Paul. But we're okay here at Alamany. You're wrong. Pull out that diamond, look her in the eyes. If you're really cool, young men, you'll get on your knees. That's the really cool thing to do. Yeah, get on your knees. Right, exactly. And like, <laughs> you know, no one ever, I don't think I've ever heard a buddy of mine. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard like a buddy of mine be like, dude, I'm getting married. It's the coolest thing in the world. I'm getting down on my knees. Right, exactly. You never say get down on your knees, young man, <laughs> if you're not doing something good. Yeah, unless it's a Catholic priest. That's pretty much the only time. Yeah. And it's not for the reasons you think. <laughs> yeah, but even still it's sometimes. Pedophilia. When it's Catholic, pedophilia. It always is. Yeah. Stay away from the priest. Right. You say marry me. By the way, I've got genital warts. A bunch of people tell me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Does she have genital warts? And I know I mentioned that this video is edited. That was literally a section that was not edited. She goes, you get down on your knees and say, marry me. By the way, I've got genital warts. Good lord. <laughs> right, wow. Pull out that diamond, look her in the eyes. If you're really cool, young man, you'll get on your knees. You say, marry me. By the way, I've got genital warts. A bunch of people tell me I needed to watch ABC because ABC was going to do a little special about sex, and we all know what a fountain of truth the media is. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. All of it's fake news. Dude, she should have been the first lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Cindy Crawford. You actually believe that if you get up the next morning and herpes isn't tattooed to your forehead, you don't have a disease. Oh, purple nose, herpes. Stay away from that. Keep. Wait a minute. Does herpes, like when you get herpes, a tattoo appears? Like, does the government make you go get a tattoo that says herpes on your forehead? In this day and age, I don't think it's unlikely. Yeah, no, the SoundCloud rappers probably do have herpes or some, like, <laughs> gonosyphilates tattooed on their forehead. <laughs> By my mixtape, herpes. <laughs> Produces sperm. <laughs> sperm. Big deal. What's wrong with you? Some kind of feminazi or something? Problem is, where do y'all get your idea about what love is? Television and movies, 90210, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> 90s, for sure. Super 90s. Yeah, but she, but she, it's funny because she's like, people, like, people say, what are you, some kind of feminazi? 
this is the opposite of what a feminazi is like no, you're a christian nazi yeah that's you you're just a nazi you know what <laughs> i mean like a nazi because like literally like the the whole deal with like feminism is you know most you know most feminists are pro-choice which makes sense you yeah. know what i mean uh because it's a woman's body and everything like that uh so like using the whole feminazi thing just doesn't make sense yeah i was a i was actually a feminist a couple of years ago for halloween <laughs> i i took my dad's harley i had flat, trigger, trigger warning yeah, trigger warning i had i was on a harley davidson i had flannels ripped up jeans and boots on and a pro-choice pin <laughs> nice very nice <laughs> The Titanic. My daughter begged me to take her to that flick. I made the mistake and did. Had to debrief her for two hours. Debriefed her daughter. And the movie's already three hours long. Yeah, like, you, how much time are you going to waste with your life on this? What a terrible night. You know what yeah. I mean? You're just like, you're watching a semi-okay movie that, like, is really only that good for, like, the last 40 minutes when the boat fucking sinks. Yeah. But, like... Then you have to deal with a two-hour debriefing from your mother about, about you don't understand, sex is wrong. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I thought my mom was bad about this, but uh, no, I saw that movie in theaters <laughs> when I was a child, and I did not get a debriefing. Yeah, I mean, and not, not, not to mention, great movie to watch, because it's PG-13, so you can fool your parents, and then you see boobs in the movie. Problem solved. Yeah, <laughs> it's a win-win. How many people do you think whacked it to fucking Kate Winslet when they were a kid and they saw that movie? A lot. I'd say a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably. Abusive relationships I've seen on a screen. A young girl about ready to jump off the back of a boat. Very nice looking young man. Very cute. She had all the right words within 48 hours was sleeping with her and we called it love. I thought it was love. Yeah. It was love at first sight, you fucking whore. Right? You don't understand how it works. It's real. My 13 year old nephew told me. You know what I mean? All I can say is it's a good thing that boy died. And there's whoa, <laughs> whoa. okay, <laughs> okay. Now you're in feminazi territory. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're getting there. You're getting there. Herpes. I have genital herpes. Genital warts. Warts on your genital area that need to be burned off periodically. The entire genital area. The president of the United States doesn't know how to define sex. And I'm having a bit of. Okay, so, so this this is would have been in the '90s. So Clinton would have been in the White House. If anybody knows about sex, it's, it's Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, so, he, he knows. Yeah, he knows what's going on. Exactly. He's into some. You know, some weird shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give him a cigar and see what happens. I'll take cigar tube. Trouble <laughs> <laughs> uh, figuring out why you can't get it. No genital contact of any kind. I don't have to worry about disease. I can sleep with 18 people. I got a piece of latex. Safe. Unbelievable. What if I could give you a super condom? Super condom? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's just lead-lined. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, and I can't. I'm going to have unprotected sex tonight, so this is fun to listen to. <laughs> I hope your parents listen to this. No, they will never. <laughs> they will never. Say. Unbelievable. What if I could give you a super condom? I mean, I can't. One of the options is you ask for forgiveness, you walk out of here and you start over. The other option is you harden your fists in the face of God and tell him one more time you don't need his rules and you can do it your way. And you walk out of here the same as you were when you walked in. And let me give you a little promise. I know what the where is at the end of that road. It's death. I'll take door number two, Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Good Lord. It's at the end of that road. 
guys have been awesome. Thank you for your attention. Oh, have they been awesome? <laughs> have they been awesome? Right? Exactly. God, there's so many children that have so many misconstrued ideas after listening to you. Right? I mean, some of these kids probably killed themselves. I guarantee it, man. Like, yeah. just the, and not, uh, killed themselves or somebody else. Like, the first yeah. time, the first time, like, some chick who, like, really was into that message, because, like, you know, there is a substantial amount of brainwashing in, like, the hardcore fundamentalist Christian, like, ideology. Oh, yeah. Ideology. So, like... Like, uh, like, there's this fucking documentary. One of these days, we'll, we'll watch it. It's fucking called Jesus Camp. Oh. And it's, like, it's about this fucking camp that essentially, like, militarizes kids for the Lord. And it's fucked up, dude. It's in America. It's not in, like, fucking God. Zimbabwe or something. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, it's literally, like, making these kids into essentially child soldiers for a faith that they don't even fully understand. Like, these yeah. kids are, like, fucking eight, nine years old. Oh, right? God. Those and are then some of the worst people to deal with in public. And then they go into uh, high school and they got to hear a lecture from this crazy fucking chick. So, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, calm the fuck down. And like, and like, like that's the thing. My whole standpoint on religion, like, like I said, I'm not religious at all. And, no. you know, I'm very anti-religion, actually. So, like, but my whole thing is, like, if you're pro-religion, good on you. That's fine. If it makes you fucking happy, that's fine. Don't fucking force it on somebody from a, a fucking young age. You know yeah, what no, I mean? if I can't go around shoving my dick down random people's throats, keep your fucking religion out of my face. Exactly. It's the same concept. Exactly. It's just metaphysical. Mine is very physical. Yeah, and death is at the end of that road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that was a good segment. That, that was. That was... Um, it's fucking interesting Enlightening, shit. to say the least. Yeah, maybe one of these, like, we'll just have a full-on fear-mongering segment. Yes. Where, like, we just listen to this shit. Where it's, like, not necessarily, wow, that's fucked up, but it's just fear-mongering. Yep. Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Will you be an angel? And buy a man's mattress. This week only, Falsco offers the man's mattress at a discount price. Use offer code MANLY for $666 off. Amazing savings on the world's most perfect mattress. The one mattress that will make Casper mattresses its little bitch. You may think this is crazy, and you might be saying, Oh my god, well there is no god. Welcome back to the Church Absurd. Uh, Sam, I didn't realize that that was another man's mattress hat. No, I didn't either. I slipped that one at all. Yeah, they really... Uh, I really thought that that was an ASPCA ad, <laughs> uh, but it turns out that it wasn't. So oh, I was really wanting to hear the uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, right? In the arms of the angels. Uh, so basically, uh, we had uh, a really fun time last week talking to Liz about her ghost stories. Yes, we did. So we decided that uh, for this episode, we're going to give you some personal ghost stories, one from Deacon Sam and one from the wonderful, for the first time on the show ever, Sister Blazit. So give a fucking round of applause for her. Fantastic. Hey, welcome to the show, Sister Blazit. Say hello. Hi. Hi, that's Sister Blazit, everybody. Uh, and uh, in case you're wondering, the reason she's called Sister Blazit is because the first night we were going to record, she burned the food we were going to eat. <laughs> so, uh, she... Nick, I'm earned. Exactly. There you go. Uh, so, basically, what we're going to do here is uh, Sister Blazit is going to share her, her story first. And it's an interesting story. Uh, and I think you're really going to like it. So, just to start from the beginning and just take us right into it. So, I guess I'll just start with, like, 
my experiences and go to the backstory. Okay. Well, first off, uh, are you a full-on believer in the paranormal? Not really. Okay. Uh, would you consider yourself a case-by-case basis? I guess. Okay. So is there certain things that you just buy and certain things that you blatantly don't? Mm, yeah. Okay. Give me some examples. One of the experiences that I had, I would wake up at like two thirty, three in the morning, just about every single night, and I would smell just intense smells of sulfur. Okay. So like a rotten egg type smell. Right. Okay. No explanation whatsoever yeah and it was only during that time of night i never smelled it during the day it was fine okay so you ever think maybe you just cut a really bad fart (laughs) maybe one of your siblings ran in there and just farted and left real quick that's why they just opened the door maybe maybe your brother just crop dusted you yeah, no. It's, it's not it's just not possible. Not I, possible. I absolutely did that to my brother. Did you? <laughs> Does your brother have an intense diet of eggplant parmesan? Because <laughs> that might be that might be something you need to look into. Okay, uh, so you said that there is an area where you grew up uh, that says that kind of is like a dead zone, is what you said, right? Yeah. Okay, so ex- explain. So, where I grew up, I lived in just back in the sticks, back in the middle of nowhere, no cell service, nothing, yeah, you know. absolutely. Grew up very poor, so we had literally nothing to do all day, um, so we just explored the woods mm-hmm. where I lived, um, and there was like this, it's not a cave, we always called it like a rock house. Because there was like an overhang of rocks, and underneath it was just like a perfect place to like go camping, yeah, and what have you. And when you walked behind it, there was like this deep, huge, just pit. Mm-hmm. No reason for it to be there. Yeah. Um, and everything was just like dead inside. It was just full of dead leaves, but you know everything around the edges of it was just perfect. Like yeah. no problem growing whatsoever. No, there were trees. Just burns a, you know things basically overgrown at that yeah. point okay so it's just this fucking flat out dead area right and you know it was like you know late spring early summer so full bloom yeah so there there'd be no excuse why there would be just nothing but death in that area right okay all right so um basically what what were some of like your your thoughts on what it could possibly be i didn't know what the hell it could be you know so i walked down in it and uh you know it was pretty deep and i'm like five five so like when i was standing in it the edges of it were like head level with me so it was pretty deep yeah um and when you stood like right in the middle of it and like stomped your feet it sounded like you were on something hollow Mm -hmm. like almost like there was wood underneath you and there was yeah you know the space underneath it yeah so uh me and my younger brother had uh brought shovels with us because we were aware that it was there and it hadn't changed since the last time we had been there so we were going to dig around in it and the soil was very what i would consider fertile Mm -hmm. it was like rich black dirt Mm -hmm. where things would have no problems growing yeah so just just perfect like potting soil right okay so that's there's no reason why nothing would you know grow there and it just didn't make any sense so i don't know come to find out you know that area was home to like native americans Mm -hmm. a lot of like arrowheads and like things like that had been found in that area like in the pit just in that area around that rock house Okay. okay um 
and like I said, the pit was on the directly the other side of it. Yeah. Um, so there was an old lady that used to live in the area when my mom was a kid, like back in the seventies, and she was like fucking old, like nineties mm-hmm. back then. And she would tell stories of hearing Native Americans, you know, talking to each other from hill to hill because that's you know they lived back in that area. Yeah, and the, and, so, and when when would this have been when she would hear this shit? Like, 1800s and it's also like family stories you know just passed down because like, okay. we they my family's from that area yeah you know yeah. all the neighbors still to this day they're all related somehow yeah. you know it's so. <laughs> that's why some of them are blue yeah exactly <laughs> okay so uh basically it's just a hotbed for fucking like native american activity right okay you know so i didn't fuck around with it anymore because i was afraid that it could have been you know maybe or they buried some people, yeah. you know, who knows. And it just fucking, like, tainted the land or some shit. Right, because we had a mobile home. Yeah, and, because, was... and because you've seen Pet Cemetery, Right. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had a mobile home. There was no really, you know, it was used when we had it, but no one had, you know, ever died in it. You know, yeah. it wasn't haunted. But somebody was probably <laughs> conceived in there, you know what I'm saying? Fucking, you know, fucking... <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Fucking, if the trailer's rocking, don't come and knock oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, continue. So, yeah, there's no... I didn't think that it was haunted, but, you know, like I said, I would just wake up 2.33 in the morning to that sulfur smell, and as we all know, the smell of sulfur is, you know associated with demons yeah Yeah. a demonic energy yeah so i don't know my bed would also shake but it wouldn't shake like violently it would shake like kind of like vibrate yeah you know but it was enough to where i noticed enough to where it freaked me out is it possible that you know somebody was in the other room maybe just (laughs) you know just (laughs) fucking rocking the bed you know what i'm saying possibly possibly (laughs) Probably not because I have heard it before. The walls were very thin, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite button on this soundboard now. (laughs) You can just make any moment inappropriate. It's just like, my grandmother just died. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, so, uh, and you said, you had mentioned that uh, your mother had had some experiences. Uh, Yeah, she would... uh, like hear her voice or not hear her voice hear her uh, name being called yeah. a lot by like children yeah and there were no children around you know my youngest brother was like 12 okay maybe so you know you know so like it wouldn't have sound like a kid it would sound right. it would sound like peter brady you know like mids of puberty yeah. so the sure. voice would be crap cracking you know like <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh okay so and you had mentioned that uh, she had seen a an apparition at one point. Right. She said that she saw an old man sitting on the foot of her bed, and she like it it woke her up, mm-hmm. and he like looked at her, made eye contact, and like smiled, and got off the bed and like walked to where her window was and just kind of evaporated. Yeah, and your your mom's like super religious. <laughs> yeah. Like like it's, it's she doesn't believe that. Necess- she doesn't believe that spirits can be trapped on earth okay 
they either go to heaven or hell. So the fact and the fact that she openly like admits this is pretty pretty substantial. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like this is you know not something she would regularly talk about. Right. That's some interesting shit, man. Right, and like my memma's house or my grandmother, excuse me, house is. I'm gonna on- <laughs> edit it so it's just like my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Her house is on the same piece of land, like maybe hundred feet away from where my house was, mm-hmm. and uh, her house is also very fucking creepy. Yeah, like I would be walking, you know, just through her hallway and draft, like just cold air, yeah. and I would go back, and it wouldn't be there if it was a draft. You know, it would still be there. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just creepy. Things would go missing at her house, and they would never find it. Yeah. Purses and shit would go missing. I've lost books and shit at her house, so I mean Any any substantial books? Like no. anything. No, it was just like Harry like, Potter. No, <laughs> I was not allowed to have that. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I said, super religious. I mother. was raised by those kinds of parents. Right? <laughs> I went to a Christian academy that tried to get the parents to be like that. <laughs> It's like you're, you're parenting wrong. I just want to let my kid watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> What's the big deal? I just want him to be a friend, friend of the Hobbit, you know? Oh, shit. Well, that's fucking interesting. Thank you very much for telling your story. We you're appreciate welcome. it. We appreciate it. Especially when I'm hard up for ideas. <laughs> Alrighty. So now, Deacon Sam has a story for us. Oh, yes. This story comes from the school in Alabama I went to. It was founded in 1898 as a Southern Industrial Institute. Yeah, so it's just slavery haunt. after slavery was over. Yeah, so wait, slavery after slavery was over? Yes, this was used. As, this was backwoods Alabama, used as a work farm for black people that were criminals, but probably just you know their way of slavery. Probably, after slavery. probably pro- a lot of they probably just people got, died there. They probably just got arrested for being in the same state as a white person who committed a crime, <laughs> and they were just yeah. like the black dude did it. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, they they got fucked with that. Yeah. But uh, no, a lot of people died out there. The uh, the property line had a tree that marked it 300 acres east backwoods alabama it was apparently where they hung them shot them beat them but you run because they would make us run it was a military school we run all the way out there and run back and we'd have kids that would have whip marks on them bruises like they'd been caned Mm -hmm. none of them felt any of it but just running around that tree coming back with that nobody was beating them like that yeah at the times those happened but yeah um yeah, no, there was also there was a lot of death. There was a attack officer had beaten a student to death, like back in the, you know, the, before all the no bullying shit. Beat one of the students to death in the latrine. The students then beat him to death. And uh, you'd still see a drill sergeant's hat on a head sometimes in a shadow. Really? In your room, yes. That's you'd hear marching in the fucking hallways late at night, nobody out there. Sitting in the... Uh, with the night security guard in the middle of the long hallway that was your barracks where you lived with every other student. Yeah. Sit out there with him at night. The bathroom doors are right there by you, except there are no doors. It's just an entryway. No stall doors. Very open. Can see everything. If there's... <laughs> you know what I mean. But, uh... Sit back out in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, uh, we could see there was no fucking people in there. Yeah. Shit would turn on. Showers would turn on. Mats would be messed up in the showers, shit like that. Yeah. It was weird. It was creepy. Like, kids killed themselves, too. I mean, there was just lots of death. Yeah, I know. Right before I went back, my senior year, a kid had hung himself in the room I was in. Jesus. So, 
yeah, there's that. A lot of people died there. A lot of bad energy. Um, part of it was shut down when they made a meth lab. Kids were running a meth lab in one of the barracks. They shut that barracks down. When uh, yeah, no. When the story goes, when they reopened it, they you know they went to cut the locks on the doors, and they could see cadets standing at their door. Mark turned, marched into the room, went by the rooms. They were all empty. Like I said, they'd been chained up for years. Yeah. And then, uh, fuck. Let's see. The night security guard, first night, comes in, says, "Hey, I was just outside because I was one of the leaders. I was up later. He's like, hey, I was just outside. Who's who's the old guy out there?" One of the school officials who also lived on campus had a lot of prescription drugs prescribed to him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we called him Major Clonopin. But <laughs> <laughs> he was known to just be off his fucking rocker walking around. He's an old man. And we were just like, is him? He's like, no, 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 dude with a beard. You know, military school. Nobody had a fucking beard. Yeah. Not even the, you know, like school officials or anything. None of them had a beard. Yeah. Not even the janitor. The doctor who founded the institute and his wife were buried on campus. I thought you said, and his wife both had beards. No. <laughs> they were buried on campus by our chapel. That's where their graves are. It's marked. Yeah. Well, I hope it's marked. I mean, that'd be really depressing if it was unmarked. He had a beard. The doctor had a beard. Really? He, the description he gave us of this man matched Dr. Don't want to say his name because, yeah. But uh, they matched his description to the painting in the schoolhouse of him. Yeah. I mean, it was just, he was like, I, I talked to that guy. Like, the, But the night when all of those supercells of tornadoes were ripping through Alabama, that was our area. Like, I watched a tornado t- touch down like a mile away. We were outside playing soccer when that was happening. <laughs> Go! Yeah. Oh, the ball's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, huge, a lot of electrical activity. But... No power in school. We stayed up, and we're just waiting it out to see if the power would come back on. Sitting out in the hallway. Shit's moving. Doors that are open, all windows closed, slamming shut. We had a, we took a picture of the hallway because we thought we heard someone out there. Yeah. I mean, when the flash hit, it's dark hallway, bright flash on the camera phone. Lit the whole thing up. There's a desk halfway down the hallway pushed up against the wall. We saw, like, in the flash lighting up, nobody in there. In the picture, there's a little kid on it. Like, a little kid in, some, in like, one of our uniforms. Because this was 6th grade through 12th grade. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was creepy. Yeah, that would have fucked with my head. <laughs> yeah, no, we eventually fell asleep, but the night security guard was there, like, on the couch they had out in the, uh, the end. Yeah. And, uh, like, we woke up, and his shift wasn't over, but his ass was gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he was over in the other, and he's like, dude, uh, no, something big and dark came moving down the hallway, and I fucking left you. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. We're out of school, and we're not going to be under attack. Yeah. There's no reason for me to have this job. I didn't sign up for this. You know what I mean? He's just getting fucking really freaked out by yeah. it. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, no, that was, it was interesting. Like, you could you could hear shit. You could hear, mar- like I said, marching the hallways, people, you know, coughing, yeah, and sometimes you hear like something being dragged behind the person marching, but that's yeah. There's a lot of a lot of death associated with that place. Yeah, definitely. Wow, man, that's just fucking crazy, man. Anyway, the uh, yeah, if you want to come on and uh, tell your ghost story on the show, I think we can make that a regular segment. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. Just like you know, just have fucking call in, share your spooky stories, man. Because like people really dug the spooky stories from last week, and I think they're gonna dig the spooky stories from this week. So either way. If you're uh, if you're interested, be sure to hit us up at uh, fatlulsradio@gmail.com. We can set up a you know 
time that we can, or well, you know, a certain week that we record where you know we can get you a call into the show. So yeah, that'd be really cool. Anyway, moving on to our next segment. It's really interesting that we've been talking about these ghost stories. We actually, ghosts. yeah, we actually got a fan mail uh, thing from uh, somebody about Liz's ghost story last week. Yeah, so uh, at, th- at this point, it's time for some fan mail. Mail time. Mail time. Okay, so today is a fan mail about, like I said, about Liz's uh, experience. And uh, it's actually about the shadow guy that she talked about, if you remember, on the last episode. I do remember. Yeah, I've had nightmares about it since. Uh, <laughs> I had wet dreams about it. Right? Me too. Uh, I heard that the developer, uh, according to this message here uh, from David. So, David, thank you for writing in. Thank you, David. He says, I heard that the developer that built the home Liz is talking about committed suicide. Mr. Phillips was his name. He developed the entire southeast section called Franklin Homes, and I cut grass for his widow as a teen. The widow regarded anything her husband left as a memorial, which included the world's slowest self-propelled mower and a low-mileage Dodge Dart. She would rub the Dart down with a chemically treated rag every week. And Phillips had a home one block west of Liz. I had horrible dreams in my parents' home, which was in the view of the Phillips' home. I've never suffered dreams like that anywhere else. Uh, when my sister suggested that we took over mom's house in 2010 after her death, I said, no way. I'd rather bulldoze that nightmare out of existence. <laughs> so it, it's really interesting that like all these people have this sort of thing. Because like, uh, the, the whole idea of like dreams being affected by something paranormal is like a, a well-known phenomenon. Yeah. And like... I don't know. It's interesting to think about uh, because, you know, it could be anything. It could be sleep paralysis or what have you. But regardless, it's it's fucking spooky. That, sleep paralysis is spooky enough on its own. Right. And he also uh, had a uh, another thing uh, to talk about uh, in reg- re- regards to David Berkowitz. So, really? Yeah. He, uh, his cousin was in the movie. Oh. Yeah, the Son of Sam movie. Smooching in a car, a few, a few, said a few words, and then shot. Uh her a few seconds of fame and forever ran, ran on VHS every single visit to her parents' home thereafter. Uh, every time my sister mentions it, my response is, Seinfeld's van, Seinfeld's van. <laughs> right? But it's just fucking interesting to me, you know what I mean? It's like, this dude, like, listens to the show, like, he listened to the show, and fucking, like, was able to comment on it. That's fucking cool. That me. is awesome. Yeah, 38 it, people had nothing better to do with their time than to listen to us. We appreciate you. We appreciate you more than you would believe, because, you know, as a small podcast, just getting started, any listen is nice. That's, oh, yeah. That's, no, not, that's not from us, you know what I mean? It's lovely. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, thank you very much for listening, David. And, you know, if anybody else want to send us some fan mail, just send it to Fatwell's Radio at gmail.com i run that account so i'll you know get it just write in the subject line what you want to comment on and we'll read it out on the show no matter what on the next fan mail segment no matter what exactly no matter what even if it's just like hi uh you know i i I wanted to share the link to my uh brony deviant art page you know or something like that We'll yeah, no, send us that. We will totally comment on your page. Yeah, we'll comment on it. It'll be it'll be in wow, that's fucked up. So yeah. <laughs> the comments might not be nice, but you'll get some comments. Exactly. Fucking fan mail. We got fan mail. Fan dude. mail. That's Hell incredible. Yeah. I'm a happy boy. Anyway. <laughs> and he's got a date with a six year old boy. <laughs> I have a date with a six year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Said every Catholic priest ever. <laughs>
Right there, you know. I, I don't know. We got the dramatic reveal, or we have the fucking. You know, when you say something like that, we can just say you're calling somebody out. Like, you know, fucking putting somebody on blast right now. Oh shit! <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, who knows? Alrighty, moving on from the uh, creepy and spooky. I think it only makes sense uh, that we play a game. It's game time. Game time. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! Uh, so we have uh, something very, very, oh so very insightful today for our game. Very insightful. Uh, and Sam uh, does not know about what the game is. and So th- that makes it even more fun when I don't know jack shit. Exactly. <laughs> Sam, are you familiar with Jaden Smith? Unfortunately, I do get on the internet. Okay, and you're in your you were on Twitter, so you're familiar with uh, the way he tweets. Yes. Okay. That is. Yes. He does these pseudo intellectual tweets uh, that would make Socrates face palm like you wouldn't believe. Uh, Will Smith needs to beat his son. Like an example of something that he would tweet would be like Will Will Smith or won't Smith. You know what I mean? Like something. Just fucking dumb. You know what yeah. I mean? Something that like is like, oh, I'm fi-, like, oh, what was another good one? Here, this is like that. I just made that one up, but uh, there's one I saw. He's like, you're doing something. I'm on the treadmill. You're doing something else. I'm on the treadmill. You're doing something <laughs> other. I'm on the treadmill. Uh, the one, the one that I'm reading here. It says, uh, "It's your birthday," Mateo said. Without glancing up from my book, I said, "I've been 15 for a long time." <laughs> right. Man, life is hard when you're a rich 15-year-old. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck this dude. So, uh, in the spirit of Jaden Smith, we've decided to make a game on the Church Absurd called Jaden Smith Tweets Real or Fake. It's essentially a true or false, or real or fake type of game where I'm going to read out a tw- something that sounds like something he would tweet, and you have to determine if it was a tweet or if it's bullshit, and I just made it up. All of his tweets are bullshit, by the way, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's 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 true, but like li- stuff that he did not type. Yeah, right. No, I... As always, if you're correct, you'll hear one of these. But if you get it wrong, you'll hear one of these. Simple as that. Simple as that. Alrighty, and you, once again, you can play at home, folks, but keep the fuck off Jaden Smith's Twitter. Yeah, uh, play fair. Right. And, uh, well, I mean, I suppose you could still technically look because the, these ones that I got were from, like, 2013. So, and yeah. he tweets have a lot. Fun, of, have fun scrolling right? down through all that, sifting <laughs> through that shit. Right, scrolling through. And you, I'm pretty sure it would be like in fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark when they <laughs> open it up and their face just starts melting. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it would end up. Alrighty. So, Sam, are you ready? I am. Let's get down to it. People at home, are you ready? I think they're ready. I can't hear you. There we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All righty. Round one. Trees are never sad. Look at them every once in a while, and they're quite beautiful. That's fake. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That is a real tweet. Jaden Smith, you weird little fucker. Right? Well, it's like, I know trees are beautiful. Yeah, like, no, I, I live out in the fucking woods. I know they're fucking beautiful. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yes. Round two. Fight. Seven Eleven is the only inside job. 
Please be fake. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fake. Okay. I don't think he's he's uh he's that edgy to be commenting on no. something in relation to nine eleven. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Round three. If you look among the bright stars, you will only find the dark earth. Jaden Smith. What? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Gay. Right? But, but like, seems like something he would yeah, tweet. Seems like some stupid shit he would say. Sam, round four. How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? Yeah, that's Jaden Smith. <laughs> yeah, it's indeed it is. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a fair question. No, our our eyes are real. You know, <laughs> so are they? Yes, they the, are. So the, are mirrors. They are, they are both physical things you can touch. Are, but, but are, maybe, maybe not. No. I can't touch my is, reflection. You can, no, but you're still touching the mirror. That's what I'm saying. The mirror is blocking my reflection. The mirror is showing you I your saw, reflection. I saw the Kiefer Sutherland movie, Mirrors. <laughs> There's shit on the other side. Yeah. Okay. Round five. Most trees are blue. Jaden Smith. God damn him. What is wrong with him? What do you think he meant by that? I don't know. The only moral of this is parents keep your children off Twitter. Right. They like they should they should have to be eighteen to be on Twitter. Right? With there's the amount of as not especially with the amount of porn that's on oh, there. Oh yeah, no, there's a lot of porn on right. Twitter parents. Yeah, Lots of porn. Very right. easy to access. You literally can just type porn. Yeah, yeah and you don't and you don't you even get a, you don't even get like a disclaimer that says like you must be eighteen to use, no, use this no, content. You can follow them, watch them. I mean they put videos, <laughs> all kinds of shit up. I mean it's it's fun. Yeah, it's you're, fun side of Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Twitter's a great place for porn kids. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You ready? Yes. Dying is mainstream. Hashtag money. Jaden Smith? What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck, kid? <laughs> How old is he now? Is he 18? Can yeah, I... he, uh, well, he turned 18 last year. He's probably 19 by now. But he So put... it's legal for me to go kick his ass. It won't be assault on a minor. Yeah, it won't. Okay. It won't be. If I ever but... see him, I'm gonna fucking slap him. All right. <laughs> you ready for round seven? I'm ready. The only safe gun is in a safe, son. Hashtag Sandy Hook. No, not yeah. What? Seriously, he said that? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm okay. fucking with you. Okay. No. <laughs> How fucked up would that be if he said that? That would be just so. Oh my god. Even saying that is wrong on so many levels. But if he said it, it'd be fucked up. Even worse than him. All right. Round eight. I hope it doesn't take for me to die and for you to see what I do for you. What? What? <laughs> yeah, I get I, it, but still, it's just... I hope it doesn't take for me to die for you to see what I do for you. I, I think he said that. And he doesn't do shit for anybody. <laughs> yeah, he said it, though. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> Alright, here we go. You ready for round nine? Bring it on. Water may be wet, but my tears are dry and empty. No, he didn't say that. That's correct. He did not say it. Okay, he didn't? No, he okay, didn't. I was so, didn't. I was so confused. <laughs> oh, shit. Round 10. Sam. Yes. If a bookstore never runs out of a certain book, 
Dose that mean that nobody reads it or everybody reads it. I really want to hit this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with yes, he said it. <sighs> Maybe it's just a popular book they got to keep on the shelves. Right. It's a hot item. That's what he's that's what he's saying. Does nobody read it or does everybody read it? Did this kid even like go to a school or anything? Did he just sit in his room all day on Twitter? No, he was just on the set of After Earth. <laughs> all right, round 11. Have you ever stopped to think that thoughts are shallow and pointless? No, he didn't say it. Damn. <laughs> I think you might be a closet Jaden Smith fan. The Chive posts plenty of his tweets. Right. <laughs> Round 12. After Earth is an allegory for afterbirth. We are all survivors. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> no, really? He, he didn't say it. Okay, wow, I was expecting some really conceited shit. But, uh, no, alright, Jaden Smith, I want to say good on you, but go fuck yourself, dude. Right, exactly, exactly. Alrighty, folks, so how did you do in the game of Jaden Smith fake tweets versus real tweets? Did you, uh, did you win or did you lose? Let us know in the comments below. Be sure to, you know, give us a message on Gmail or anything like that if you have any more games that you want us to play. And if you're on Twitter, tweet at Jaden Smith. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, exactly. We're gonna be right back on the Church Absurd and then we're gonna finish this episode out. Yeah, just your typical Super Bowl car ad. Right? Or a hilarious beer ad. <laughs> or whatever ad this is. Whatever. But it's a man's mattress ad. What? Buy a man's mattress or I'll fucking kill you. Welcome back to the final time of this episode of The Church Absurd. I'm joined here by Deacon Sam and I'm your host, Reverend Jess. Uh, so Sam, um... They're really trying to push the man's mattress, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They really like that mattress. And uh, I'm still waiting on mine to get delivered. I will, you know, give you all a good review of yeah. my personal experience after I kill my family because exactly. they won't like it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's just about going to do it for this episode here, folks. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Church Absurd. Be sure to check out all the other shows on Fat Lulz Radio, including The Fickle Fanboy with RPM, Designated Drinkers, Unseriously Serious, The League of Infuriated Nerds, once we finally get it uh, set up. So if you want to be featured on that one, be sure to send a message with your rant uh, to fatlulzradio at gmail.com with nerd rant in the title and follow us on facebook fat Lulz radio you know facebook.com slash fat radio we're on twitter at fat Lulz radio on instagram at fat Lulz radio pods all this wonderful shit is all out there for you uh we are slowly but surely working our way to being on itunes uh so for apple users who really hate using the soundcloud app Hey, hey know, we'll be there soon. Yeah, we'll be there soon. Uh, we are also available on Stitcher, and we're going to be available on all these different fucking like podcast apps pretty soon. So we're going to get out to the masses. Oh yeah, yeah. We so. will be the opium of the masses. Here's hoping, right? Yeah. Karl Marx, everybody. Open for opium. Yeah. So and. Uh, I want to put a little teaser for uh, next week's Unholy Beasts and Blasphemous Theories. The one, the two things I know we're going to be talking about. Uh, the first one, we're going to be talking about the Dear David myth. Uh, the little internet story that's currently going around that is supposedly 100% real. 
but it's also done by an author, so who, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, and we are also going to be looking at the one, the only alien-human hybrid, Sargel 18, and we're hoping, just maybe, we can get him on the show, but even if we don't... We're we, still going to talk about it. We're still going to talk about it. So, yeah, be sure to check it out next week, uh, and thank you very much for listening to this episode. As always, go in peace and tear the world to pieces! I am- This has been a Fat Lowell's Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Fat Lowell's Radio. I just wanted wanted to crinkle it a little bit. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's total. uh, Yeah. Man, I've got to read your fortunes. Oh, don't you have to eat it and then read it? It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) Isn't that the thing, though? Yeah. So, I'll do it at the same time. Eat it. There we go. Now, so welcome to the uh, after-service reception. As you heard at the beginning of the episode, we went out for Chinese earlier. So we, we took a bunch of fortune cookies. Yeah, our our waitress was very surprised by it. Yeah. It was her first day, and she made that very clear. Yeah, and she's she like, we don't, have protocol. Protocol. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any protocol for this. So, we have uh, Sister Blazin. And Sister Christian on the third microphone. Say hello, girls. Hello. Uh, closer, closer, closer. Hi. Hi. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and so, I'm going to read my fortune here. Listening well is an essential, is as essential to all true conversations as talking well in bed. <laughs> Hang on, i got to read mine. The real kindness comes from within you, in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Sister Blazit has one. Go ahead and read it. Tension in a partnership? It might be time for you to delegate, in bed. (laughs) (laughs) May the good spirits be with you always, in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like some Star Wars shit. May the force be with you <laughs> in bed. <laughs> it is a it is a happy talent to know how to play in bed. <laughs> okay. The course of life is unpredictable. No one can write his autobiography in advance. In, in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> you have to get really close. It's not the amount of time you devote, but what you devote to the time that counts in bed. <laughs> oh shit, that's a good one. Yeah, that looks really good. <laughs> Accept your independence and use it wisely in bed. <laughs> the man on the top of the mountain did not fall there in bed. <laughs> that's just a blatantly true statement right there. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Get some crunchy in there. This is a crunch. That's how you know it's a good cookie. (laughs) 
this one's this one's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yes. Laughter is the shortest distance between two people in bed. <laughs> they clearly have never seen my penis. <laughs> oh. hmm. Alright. We've got three more fortune cookies. Three more. I think this is it. The mightiest oak in the forest is just a little nut that held its ground. In <laughs> <laughs> bed being soil. <laughs> you got any more, Sam? Because I got the perfect one to go out on. Nah, I'm done. Okay. The difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra in bed. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to this week's after-service reception. We'll see you next time on the Church of Search. <laughs>